Welcome everyone to Coaching in Session. My name is Michael Reardon and I will be your mindset coach today. And today we're going to be talking about what is high performance. And if you have been around Coaching in Session for a while and this is not your first rodeo, you have now known we are focused on coaching, personal development, leadership training, helping you be the best person to get the best mindset possible. And our last two guest episodes last week, Wednesday and on Friday, we had high performance coaches come in. Greg Fisher, we were talking about the idea and the concept of men and being high performers as men. And then we go into our Friday episode with Karina Lawson, where we give a general spectrum of high performance. So one was defined and one wasn't defined. And I do things typically on purpose. I don't just put two high performance coaches in a week and say, oop, it's by an accident, it's luck. I get to choose who I put where I want them. Now, with that being said, the topics that we talked about, number one being men and the number two being general high performance. The reason I did that is because we need to understand something about the mindset of our world populace right now. Our world populace mindset is this. The mindset of men has deteriorated over time because they don't have to show up. If you don't have to show up, you won't show up or the majority of people won't show up. Why is that the case? It's because the body and the brain, it loves easy. It loves being homeostasis. It doesn't want to do extra work and exert itself. That's why people don't like going to the gym. But for the people who do go to the gym, they find a joy. They find a passion in it. It actually gives them energy. And then we look at what Karina and I were talking about last week, where we were talking about the concept of, well, you need to know where your energy is or how to get energy or where your energy is going. Because if you just have energy every morning, well, you know what, you wake up, but the first thing you do is you hit the snooze button that required energy, number one, it required a choice, number two, and it's setting you up for failure. So we need to be very clear, which is the first thing that Karina talked about in ourselves and what we want to do. Now, it is hard to be clear when the world is not being clear. I'm not going to get into it, but you can turn on any news. You can turn on any social media, scroll through the post, and you'll see what I'm talking about. There is so much misinformation or facts that are no longer facts or no longer scientific data. It's just someone's belief. It's the statistic. It's what's trending. And this is where we are. So what's trending in culture is men not showing up. I know it's a hard pill for men to swallow because it's like, yeah, I'm not showing up. Because the average salary of a average man is what, $45,000, $50,000? That's nothing. That's food bill. You need to elevate yourself above that. If you want to say I have $50,000, I'm not saying you need to be more than that. But as a man, you typically want something good in your life. Not good can be a very slow life. To live in a cabin, get a dog, get a shotgun, sniper rifle, whatever you want, and you're good. You go hunting, you go fishing, you go relax. Watch the games if you want to, but if you're probably in the middle of the forest, I don't know if you're going to get good reception. But if you do, you're going to just be there and you're going to be cool. Not saying that life is bad. It actually sounds great. But for me, it's like, I want to create something. I want to create the legacy. Me just being in a cabin like, you know, Henry Thoreau, that's cool. Yeah, you know, people will know me and they'll read my books and things like that. But I wanted to create more impact. Not everyone wants to create impact. Yes, people want to be influencers and 
they want to be YouTube stars and that's cool. Uh, you know, I'm not belittling people, but people don't have to know what my name is, essentially. They don't have to know exactly what I do. Only thing I have to do is cast that pebble into the pond and allow the ripple effect to change the whole entire world. What I am doing is going to put my name out there. People will know who I am. They will know the brand. They will know the business. When they hear that name, they're going to say, hmm, this sounds familiar. That's a good sign. But it's not necessarily what I go for. I'm not saying, oh, I want everyone to know my name and I'm passing out business cards with my name on it. And I'm telling everyone my name is Michael Reardon when I see them. I just say, hey, how you doing? I don't got to tell them my name. I don't got to tell them what I do. If they ask, I tell them. I give them a card if they want one. But I don't shove what I want to spread into the world down people's throats and in their minds. This is optional. Just how people can press play, they can also press pause, they can also turn off and they can put on their TikToks, they can do whatever they want. But this is about personal development. This is about leadership. This is about mindset training. This is about you and your growth. Because if you are just stuck in a mindset that is not benefiting you, that is keeping you complacent, that's keeping you stagnant, are you really living life the way you want to be living? Because there's an inclination, an inkling in all of us that wants more, that aspires to be more. So we're dreamers, we're doers, yet at some point we lose that fire. Yet at some point we lose the ability to be more than what we are. We become a normal person. We become average. But the problem with average is that when you're average, you have a lot of problems. You have average people problems. I was listening to a story the other day and an average person problem is, you know, my wife cheated on me or something like that, right? Or I'm getting a divorce. It's an average person problem. If a millionaire or a billionaire is getting divorced, oh, well, I'll get another one. More of their problems are, yeah, my jet needs to be maintenance and I have to fly this other jet that's a little bit smaller, but hey, you know, we'll make it. The average person is going to see that as oh, boo-hoo, you know, like you can't fly in your private jet. So sad. But you still get to fly in a private jet. So it's like, what are we doing? We belittle the people who are successful. And then for the people who are just average, we say, this is the aspiration you should be going for. Robin Hood is a great example, right? We take from the rich and we give to the poor. Yet we tout the poor and we tout this normality And we shun what the rich people are doing. We shun their mindset. We shun their high performance. Now, I'm not saying that every billionaire is going to be a high performer. Some might be silver spoon or trust fund babies. It's very possible. Not saying that's not the case. And it's easier to make money when you have money. That's truth. But we can go from zero to 100,000. We can go from 100,000 to a million. We can go from a million to 10 million if you know how to do it. But I will tell you, most people are not willing to do what it takes in order to get those results. Most people want easy. Most people want to remain comfortable. And there's nothing wrong with living an easy life and living a comfortable life. But if you want to have some significant changes in your life, you have to put forward significant effort. Some of these clips that I'm going to be sharing with you right now are going to be from the interviews of Greg and of Karina pinpointing on some of the areas that we talked about. Now, those areas are going to be just a generalization of how we can get into the mindset or maybe even the mindset that is going on currently. The end result is we need to be in a better place mentally. And that's the biggest thing when we talk about complacency is we find that 
oftentimes when men fall into this area of complacency, they, they don't have anything that they're aspiring to anymore. They feel their purpose is just to provide for their family and, and that's kind of it. And they don't have any other internal goals or, or things that they want to accomplish, um, so to speak. They can see the big vision, the why they're doing what they're doing, why they start their business in the first place, and what habits they need to have to make sure that they achieve the results to get to the big vision. And I think that's so important because a lot of the times we get so boggled down with over planning or procrastinate planning when people love to edit. People put all the stickers in and they get their markers out, which is great for, for those of you who are visual learners. That's wonderful. But at some point, we need to draw a line in the sand and get started. So after listening to those clips, you can see that people can have different types of mindsets and people can have different types of ambitions when it comes to if I'm going to be making something with myself, my life, whatever it be. There is a problem with high performers because they do what they do almost at an innate level. So when you try to look at someone's life, you're like, well, how do you make it? They might give you a couple key points similar to what we did in the interviews. If, if you haven't watched them, I recommend watching them. We give you a few points here and there, but yet that's not the whole puzzle. So that means you need to have multiple pieces in order for you to build what you're trying to build. There's a concept that I'm, I'm working with. I don't have it fully played out yet. But if you're building a piece of furniture, let's say it's from Ikea, right? So you're building a piece of furniture from Ikea. Let's say you put the piece of furniture together, but you have a lot of extra parts. That means you didn't put some parts where they needed to be, et cetera, et cetera. Now, if that piece of furniture breaks, do you blame IKEA for making poor quality furniture that it broke so easily? Or should we blame ourselves for not putting it together correctly? And this is where we are as people. We blame the manufacturer, not the builder. And we are the builder of our life. High and peak performers are the builders of their life. Yet many people don't want to be builders. Many people don't want to put in the hard work. They don't want to do the grunt work. They just want to do the star stuff because that's what we see. We see the Hollywood movie stars and we see the lights and we see the dresses and we see the balls and the galas and that's enticing to us. But that is not reality for us. So we see the end result, but we don't see the struggle. We don't see the pain. We don't see the long nights. I mean, even to this day, I have many long nights. I have many long days of work. And this is not me complaining. This is just me saying that I'm willing to do whatever it takes to get what I want. Will you do what it takes to get what you want? It's a mindset. Because if you can't stay disciplined and committed to what you want, how can you be a peak performer? How can you be a high performer that is only high performing when you feel like it? Well, let me tell you something. Every day, you're not going to feel like it. There's a Drell Rogan clip. He's like, F your motivation. F your motivation. There's a lot of days I don't feel motivated, but I still show up. It's about discipline. And he's so right. Being a high performer is also being highly disciplined. Because if you are operating at a high peak level, guess what? You can face burnout. You can give yourself more than what you can handle. There's so many different things that can happen when you're a high performer, but there are so many different things you need to learn. Number one, zone of genius. Number two, 
the process of delegation. Number three, being clear, understanding your why, your purpose, your passion. And then four, taking the appropriate actions. Those are going to be the starting point, the start right there for you. If you can understand those and if you can commit to those, you're going to be in a better place. You're going to operate at a higher performance because people don't know what they're supposed to do. They don't know what they're good at. Now, how do you know what you're good at? You have to have an outside person tell you. Because if you don't have an outside person telling you what to do, you're going to find that, you know what, I'm just kind of moving through life and I don't really know what I'm good at. When I work with these young men and women who are 18, 19, they don't know what they want to do. Some are in college, some have an inkling of what they want to do, but it's not solid yet. It's not true yet. So they just have an idea. And I encourage you to follow that idea, to go through the process. And with that process, you're going to learn about yourself. You're going to have many trials, errors, and failures, and you're going to learn from that. Now you can adjust, you can pivot. That's the best way to find where you're supposed to be. You still have to have those trials, errors, failures. You can get someone to look on the outside. You can't really do it yourself effectively. You can do it, but it's just a lot more difficult. So I always recommend getting an outside look. Again, a mentor, a coach, a parent. It could be a friend, but I like to stay away from friends because typically, especially pair friends, if you have like a friend who's more advanced than you, like 10 years and you know, in the future, they can give you better insight than someone who's a pair. You shouldn't be using your pairs to like get life advice from. You can bounce off ideas and stuff from them, but like if you want to make some big changes, you want someone who has already walked that path. Now that person might be your peer, that person might be your minor, but again, if they're having a title of a coach, mentor, and they specialize in a certain area, it would behoove you to pay attention because I can be 20 years old again. And if I had the knowledge that I had, I can help people who are 50 years old be more mindful, be more efficient in their days, all because of the knowledge that I've gained and experiences that I had. So it's about experience and it's about dedication and determination. So all of that put together, right? We get our zone of genius, but we can't do everything. As much as I would like to have every hand in the pot and do everything in the business, I can't. I can't do the social media. I can't do all the outreach as much as I would love to. Yes, you know, if we have a workshop, I'm there to talk to you. I'm there to meet with you. I'm there to shake some hands, give some hugs. But there's a difference in how I spend my time. Because if I'm just going through my day and I'm over here doing this, emailing this person, texting this person because I need this done, money is a great tool for you to get things done. I used to do all of my editing and I still do some editing myself just because it's something I enjoy every now and again. But I have an editor who does all the editing for the guest episodes. And that is where I find, okay, this is better for me. I would rather pay someone so I have more time to coach other people. So I'm delegating a process that doesn't need my touch, that is not my zone of genius. And I say, I'm going to give it to someone else. Same thing with emails, same thing with social media. Yes, I can be good at it, but do I want to be good at it? And some people, they try to be good at everything. Oh, I'm going to do everything. I'm going to wear all the hats. And this is where the mindset of society comes in. So we have, so for example, this is a great example. We have the feminist movement. 
Women want to be the protectors, the providers. They want to be the mothers. They want to be everything. The lovers, the caregivers, you name it, they want to be it. But can they be effective in those roles? The short answer is no. The long answer is, oh, you know, I can try. Yeah, you can definitely try. But you're going to sacrifice in some area. And I hope it's not the kids. But it tends to be the kids. So we will focus on our career before we focus on kids and the family. We will focus on our life before we focus on our parents' lives or anyone else's lives. We have become singular. We have become selfish. But in order to be a high performer, there does have to be that aspect of being a little bit selfish because you're focused on your growth. You're focused on making sure you're doing what needs to be done. Yes, you can make some sacrifices here and there, but peak performance is going to require you to be in peak optimal mindset. So that means you're focused on what you need to be focused on. You don't have your hand in every single pot trying to do everything. You're going to burn out. You're going to crash. So we can't have that for our mindset. So we delegate what we don't need to do. So if you don't want to raise a family, you still want to be a protector and provider and stuff like that. Cool. But maybe you just want to be the provider. You don't want to be the protector. You you can find someone who just wants to be the protector. Heck, you can hire a bodyguard. Money. Money can give you exactly what you're looking for. You need a nanny? Money. You need groceries sent to you? Money. You need food prepared for you? Get a cook? Money. So money is able to do many different things. But yet, just by spending the money doesn't mean intrinsically you're going to feel good about it. If you made macaroni and cheese for your kids, it's different than a chef made it. Not saying that the chef's macaroni and cheese is not going to be delicious. When you feed your child and you're like, here, this is for you. It's a different feeling than if you know you went to a restaurant and your kid is eating macaroni and cheese. It's just different. All right. If you're not a parent, you don't know. It's the truth. To be a high performer, you do have to delegate. You do have to understand what you're supposed to be doing. You can't do everything. So know where you're good, know where you shine, and then focus on what you need to do. The other areas are going to be self-explanatory because high performance is what high performance is, being the best person you can be. The problem with being that person is that we have a lot of bad examples. Well, what is a good example of someone who's a high performer? You can decide what that example is for you. My recommendation is to find someone who's way ahead of you, way ahead. They have a successful business. Maybe if you're looking for family, they have a successful marriage. They have something that they built and they're ahead of you. You get them as mentors. You get them as people that are going to help you gain the knowledge you need in order for you to build. And from there you build, but you just don't build anything that you want or you feel like you build exactly what you're trying to create. Sometimes people, they get into this mindset of, well, I'm doing something, right? You're being productive, you're, you're building, but you're not building anything significant. And then you're upset that you don't have good things in your life. And then you're upset that you don't have the energy or that you don't have the commitment. And year after year, we get beat down. Every New Year's resolution that you fail to commit to, you get beat down. And your subconscious brain learns something. Oh, nothing happened. And we're going to be diving into that next week on Monday, the concept of the conscious mind, the subconscious mind, and the unconscious mind, because that is going to correlate to if you are a high performer or if you're in the mindset of being a high performer, people are just going to be stuck where they are. And there's nothing wrong with being stuck. Understand that there's nothing wrong with it, but staying stuck 
That's a choice. Peak performers don't want to stay stuck where they are. They don't want to stay plateaued. Get yourself a coach. Get yourself a mentor. Get yourself someone who's going to help you be more accountable. Get out of your old habits. Become more disciplined and learn high performance. The two episodes that I told you about with Greg and Karina, great starts. Listening to the podcast, all about personal development, all about helping you just give you that mindset, give you a couple nuggets here and there. You start building from there. Build a life that you are dreaming of having. We're going to be talking about manifestation. That manifestation, that process that you're going to be working through is just a start. You shouldn't stay in that manifestation process. This is for people who are trying to build, not for someone who has achieved greatness. If you're down or average or below average, wherever you are, you need to do something. If you are average or below average, this is going to be the foundation for you to build on, to be a high performer, to be a peak performer, to be the best version of yourself, to reach your highest potential or to reach a higher potential. And then from there, we can continue to modify and make some alterations here and there to make sure it's the right fit for you. Because the process of coaching should be individualized. And if everything is just a program, if everything is just one episode, yes, we are going to be creating an impact. But what you need might not be what everyone else needs. And if you try to do what everyone else is doing and you're not doing what exactly you need, this is where we are. We're stuck in that rut. So get out of that rut. Stop living in mediocrity. Stop living in complacency. Stop living in your comfort zone and start reaching for higher potential. My name is Michael Reardon. I'm a mindset coach. If you have any questions, you can email me coachingaccession at gmail.com and I'll see everyone on the next episode of Coaching a Session. Until then, everyone take care.